because he was talking about watching it yesterday and he's like man it's gonna be hard not to trash this one uh did you see it hard target right yeah i watched it this morning actually <laughs> i watched it last night and i was fucking i literally was laughing bro there was moments where i was fucking laughing hard dude yeah exactly uh, you look so serious oh my god scotty what's up what up bro what's up? Much. hola how goes it? It's going. Been playing fucking DMZ all day, and I stink. DMZ. <laughs> fucking modern warfare. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I would stink too. I'm sure. Uh, I, I suck. I would never play that against other people online. I'll fucking get murked <laughs> like just... right away. I'm like, put me in the baby room, and they'll probably still yeah. fuck me up every time. Having a baby. Just don't have the reaction time anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. You gotta train for that. We need bullet time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if everyone's ready, yeah, I'll uh, I'll kick us off here. Do it. No, I'm fifteen. No, I'm fifteen. No, I'm fifteen. No, I'm fifteen. Everyone, welcome back. Welcome to a serious episode on the New All 15 All Cast. It's your boy, Seven Seas, and you know it ain't going to be serious because we're talking about hard targets tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 1993 hard target, uh, as a matter of fact. But before we jump into that, I'm joined by the awesome cats from the All Cast, the Pod Squad. I got Mr. Risk back on tonight. And we got... My right-hand man, my co-host, Grace Scott. Hola. Yeah. And we're going to get into this film. And before we do that, we got to check in with everybody and see how their week was. So, Scott, how was your week, man? Going. Ah. I couldn't tell you what happened, man. I don't, not much happened. I saw Transformers. Uh, what'd you think? I liked it. Nice. I think they tried to cool. jam-pack a little too much music in it at the start. The song changed oh. like four times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. But it was it was good. It's all good music fr- too. Yeah, I can't front. I was bobbing my head. I was like, oh shit. This is, mm-hmm. this took me back. Um, am I at the Transformers or am I about to get fucked up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Did you see uh the flash yet? No, I didn't. Okay. Won't ruin that for you then. The bootlegs uh, were too cruddy. Yeah, I would imagine. A little too fresh. Um, nice man. How about you, Ephraim? Uh, it's been all right. I guess my son just got over having a strep throat and shit. But uh, so he just took his last last of the antibiotics this morning, I believe. So I mean, he's all good now, finally. But first couple of days, he was all, "Oh, my throat hurts." Like, yeah, yeah, no, it sucks. So, but you know, he's a little champ though. Power through it. Nice. And then, uh, other than that, just working and and that's it. <laughs> Trying to play some video games or watch mm-hmm. things, you know. Yeah, man. I hear you. Um, yeah, like I was mentioning, you for my pops has been in uh in the ICU at the hospital for pretty much all week. So that's my week. I've just been busy working and trying to time find time to work from there. And uh it's fitting because you know Father's Day's coming up. So just had to yeah, you know, give him a little shout out, 
you know, he's he's getting stronger little by little. He's in recovery. So that's been my week for the most part. Um, and then fitting in some Zelda here and there whenever I can. Um, nice. Try to finish that damn game. Creating uh, ungodly contraptions. <laughs> yes, yes. I just you, you really do have to strategize and figure out where you're wasting your resources and if this is going to work or not. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'm like, my brother okay. sends me a bunch of videos of stuff he's created and the backfires. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's, it's I, awesome, I tried. Man. I tried some, yeah, there's some stuff, dude, I've tried, and I'm like, nope. I see something, like, so far away, and I'm like, I think I could do it. I'm going to strap some rockets to this, you know, uh, base, and then I'm going to try to put a float on top and, like, a flamethrower and get it to gust up and keep me up in the sky and it just run out there's of like... ju- juice, dude, <laughs> and I fall. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, it me, there's, like, a meme I seen, like, I think the first week the game came out, and uh, I seen it on Twitter, and it's so the meme is one side of it is Link like with a happy ASL expression and it says like I'm a genius, you know? And then mm-hmm. uh, the other half is him with the for the crazy scared look saying, Oh no. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah, so it sounds like the game it's game in a nutshell for everybody. Yeah. Dude. Is it an original look from the game? Like he makes that face in the game? It looks like I can't remember if it looked like it was uh in game or if someone uh, drew it. Mm. Find it though. I was that had me dying though. Nice. Yeah, I just been playing uh, Street Fighter Six last week. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Pretty good. I made Joey Buttafuoco for the demo of Street Fighter Six. Oh, Joey, yeah. but- <laughs> I, I, I haven't gone the into OG. the uh, into the, the OG. Uh, single player creative uh, the like Yakuza mode. Looks like they got like some of the Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I know you can create some ghastly <laughs> abominations <in> there, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious <laughs> they had the hair man oh, so I'm looking man. forward to that that's awesome man yeah I, I gotta try that out looks pretty dope um, nice man well I'll run into our first segment which is our flashback segment and uh, here we go Doc I'm from the future I came here in a time machine that you invented now I need your help to get back to the year, back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the year. Uh, the year is 1993. 93, y'all. Uh, interesting facts. I feel like we've covered 93 before, so I started looking for some more obscure yeah. type stuff. Mm-hmm. I so found I'm, one. I'm, okay, go ahead, man. <laughs> in 1993, Ted Danson wore a blackface to a roast of Whippy Goldberg at the <laughs> Friar Club. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shit like that was just normal back then. Like, aha, Ted Danson, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Man. Uh, I'm betting he looked like Bill Cosby. Oh, man. These are the voice. Let me tell you about Whoopi. No, uh, that's horrible. Uh, about Jello Pudding, motherfucker. <laughs> Whoopi. <laughs> I'll put a jello pudding pop in her ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Uh, all right, I got one real quick. Dave Thomas went back to high school in 1993 to get his GED because he was worried that his success at high school dropout might convince other teenagers to quit school. Good on him. Uh, yeah, man. Dave Thomas. There you go, guys, with your big bacon, classic baconators. You're welcome. He went back to high school, guys, GED. Nice. I uh, 
Got a couple of celebrity deaths that year. So I don't think we talked about. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Read down the mood. Uh, Brandon Lee was actually accidentally shot on a or shot on set for oh, the crow. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. uh, and then River Phoenix uh, OD'd and outside the Viper Room that year too. Yeah, the Viper Room. I didn't realize there was that they were both in the same year. It's crazy. That is crazy, man. I mean, sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, imagine a, an alternate universe where they didn't die and they were stars. Like, what would they have been in? Like, what movies would have probably had right, yeah. those roles? They were great actors, both of them. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah. I mean, like, River Phoenix, for sure, like, was already, like, I think solidified a pretty versatile Oh, yeah, actor. he was already pretty at big young in Hollywood age. at the time, yeah. But I think Brandon Lee and The Crow definitely showed that he could act. So he probably yeah. would have been, been really big. Uh, i got a st- another strange one. Go ahead. Okay. Relevant to the outro of Hard Target as well. Creedence Clearwater Revival's record label sued former lead singer John Fogarty because his song The Old Man Down the Road sounded similar to Run Through the Jungle. Although Fogarty, <laughs> although Fogarty was awarded tourney fees, the judge found that an artist can't plagiarize themselves. <laughs> it's like you're goddamn right. Oh wow, you've done that yourself. Let's see. It's kind Go of ahead. funny and silly. Dark Horse Comics released a one-shot comic where NBA player Charles Barkley fought against Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I want to see a movie on that. Hell yeah. Oh man. Uh, here's one that's interesting. Uh when the film clerks First screened in 1993 at an independent feature film market. Only 12 people showed up, including Kevin himself, seven people from the cast and crew, and two random people. Oh, man. Wow. Look at him now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, here's another interesting one. <laughs> Women were not allowed to wear pants on the U.S. Senate floor until 1993, after Senators Barbara Mikulski and Carol Mosley Braun defiantly staged a protest by wearing pants suits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what did they just show up in just pants with their titties out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, 93 had obviously some big movies. Like, I think Jurassic Park was in 93. Uh, yeah, I, I think we talked about that last time we talked about 93. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I feel like it's Jurassic Park and everything else in 93. Like, really, it, it steamrolled everything. So there's not really much else to mention. Uh, at the box office that year, but I do. I know I don't care. I said this last time, and I'll say it again. The funniest shit to me that I found out about '93 is still the Pepsi contest that ran in the Philippines, uh, where they. Oh, I read them, about that. Um, where they quit like eight hundred thousand cash yeah. that had the the number in it by accident. Yeah, yeah, by accident. <laughs> so they eight hundred thousand winners <laughs> at roughly forty thousand dollars per person. Jesus, that's a lot of fucking money at that time, dude. Yeah, man, there's a lot of money now, but <laughs> think about it back then, dude. It's so much. Any other ones? Nope, not that I can think of. All right, yeah, let's maybe. see. I feel like there has to be one more, one more scandal out there that we're just omitting. This man thing. was charged with steroid distribution. <laughs> that just makes sense though. That's just yeah. he was just doing you're business. Fired. Yeah. Yep. You're fired. Yeah. Uh 
At Lollapalooza 1993, Rage Against the Machine stood on stage naked with duct-taped mouths for 14 minutes in protest against the Parents' Music Resource Council. The only sound was the feedback from their guitars. What are they just on the guitar with? (laughs) 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 Their hands weren't bound. They were just naked. They were just naked. So they were probably, you know, playing with their their (laughs) peepees. All right. I think that's pretty good for 93. We're running to uh, the wheel names in our 30-second challenge here. Today, one of these lucky contestants will win right here on Wheel of Names! Okay! Okay! I I feel like everyone gets excited for this for some reason, and they shouldn't, because it's just difficult on us. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, let me share my screen. I think that's why. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Share the screen and let me know when you guys see the wheel. Yeah. All right. So it's obviously Scott, me, and Ephraim. Whenever anyone tells me, I'll spin it and we'll go, go. Spin that wheel. wheel. Banana peel. No, 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 no. no! <laughs> Finally. <laughs> You son of a bitch, you won. <laughs> Congratulations. Fuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuu
it was like almost watching the movie for the first time. I remember a few key parts in the scenes. I like who can forget him, you know, Tysoning a freaking rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, knocking him out. <laughs> Among and then fighting off the damn yeah. rattler. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, I what totally the forgot that. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I haven't seen it. I probably watched the movie like the four through since like VHS when it came out way back then. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah, back in yeah. like 93, 94. Because it took longer for stuff to come out on, on video at that time. I honestly I don't know if I've seen it since it came out on DVD. I might have okay. it on DVD somewhere. And, and I think it's part of like a collection of Van Damme films. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I did not remember this <clears throat> film the same way. My memory uh, recalls this film. I guess you could say. Yeah. Like I forgot John Woo directed it too. I was like, "Oh, it's a yeah, John Woo film." That's no. right. I forgot about that. I completely forgot that as well. And for the longest time, I I don't know why, I thought that he was a cop in this movie. Like my memory, I was like, "Yeah, he plays a cop in that movie." And then it was like, "No, mm-hmm. he doesn't." <laughs> what are you watching again? No, he's not a cop. <laughs> he's nope. a freaking fisherman. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, from the beginning, man, this movie is pure John Woo to me. It's like slow motion to slow motion. Yeah, the doves, I got that in there. The birds <laughs> showing up in different places. The birds, yeah. the <laughs> slow motion walking out the door of the cafe. Slow motion, to, like everywhere, dude. Yeah, um, I know. Mean, John Woo's slow motion commences. <laughs> that was the first one. I got. <laughs> oh, he's a, man. He's a crewman on like voyage ships. Yes. That like, take off from like you know it's yeah. the Gulf, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But he hadn't paid his dues because it's a part yep. of a union. So he got involved in a fucking investigation. Yes, he became a private eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so I can do anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so funny, man. I was like. Even mentioning the snake thing, I think I said, uh, I know he was a Marine Forces recon, but man, that snake technique is definitely not learned in basic training. No, that he was taught. Oh, that's only for that the elite. Shit. <laughs> elite. Uncle Duvet taught him that. One. Yeah, that's Oh, man. <laughs> I said, oh, Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Wilford Brimley as his uncle, Chef's Kiss. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I, I said his uncle was the Quaker Oats guy dressed in the Mario <laughs> uniform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Quaker Oats guy, isn't he? Wilford yes. Brimley? Yeah. yeah. He He's also uh it's a guy from, to do it. in the movie The Thing, at, uh, who at the end is like the main thing monster, I think. Mm-hmm. I honestly though, I, I honestly think the plot is pretty good. You know, it is your classic deadliest game with a martial arts. Yeah, twist. I like those those movies actually. I like that little mm-hmm. genre. Yep. Um, yep. I was just gonna oh, say, okay. like, uh, the martial arts didn't mix into the gunfighting very well. I thought that no. shit was crazy. No, I felt like Van Damme actually wasn't in the film a lot, to be honest. In the first half, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big I'd... long intro up until his appearance. They do it by appearance in the credits, and he's like the tenth person on the list. Right. As far as the intro goes, I kind of know what I wrote because the intro was yeah, it took a while for they were like, mm-hmm. trying to kill the the vet, the homeless yep. dude, the father, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a long scene. Like he kept going, going, and getting away, and getting away. 
like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Harder to kill than Steven Seagal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shot with arrows everywhere. I'm like, all right. You but, know something about that? They go, if you make it to the river, you get to keep the money. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. He's at the he river. At, he made it. Dude. Those guys are dirtbags. Yeah. Oh, I guess you had to make it to the boat. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you got to make Loopholes. it across the Gulf of Mexico and you can keep the money. <laughs> was that, was the thing strapped around <clears throat> them, the money? Mm-hmm. That's oh, that, is that what it was? About. Okay. Yeah. I was just like trying to remember if that was like explicit, like in detail, like, okay, this is the money. It's going around your waist. I thought I was like, yeah, or no. is this some GPS and they're cheating and shit? Oh, right. Yeah. Tracking them. This year, I did find them like so easy. Super easy, man. Well, there isn't much of a head start when the motorcycle guys follow you out of the fucking graveyard. D- dude, like, right away, they, they were on Roper's ass, man. It's to hide. It's just five minutes. I think it's even five seconds. <laughs> and they say, no, that's five minutes for the guys in the car. That's my Lance Henriksen. <laughs> 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 He's a pretty good villain. Love Lance Henriksen, man. He's yeah. awesome. Like I don't think there's anything he's in that I don't like him in. I can't think of anything like Aliens, uh, Quick and the Dead. Uh, he was in awesome. Terminator, I think, as well. Like the first one, he was like one of the cops at the police station. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's been a ton of stuff, man. Pumpkin there's a movie come out in '91 called uh, The Hitman with Chuck Norris. Have you guys ever seen that one? Not sure. Mm. Explain. Well, I, I noticed. Uh, Van Damme in this movie has the same exact look, the same kind of mullet. <laughs> and like when those first few scenes you see him where you're wearing like the, black trench, the long trench coat with the, the trench coat. Chuck, yeah. Chuck Norris has the same exact fucking outfit and look in that movie. I was like, oh man, I want I want to watch uh, the Hitman again now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was a badass movie back in the early 90s. Oh man, I haven't seen that. I don't think I've ever seen uh, have I seen it? <clears throat> Maybe I have, I just can't remember. Yeah, like Probably, if you man. Google, uh, Google it really my, quick, you'll see. If there was a Chuck Norris movie out in late 80s, early 90s, my pops probably rented it for sure. So I'm almost positive mm-hmm. I've probably seen it. Just don't remember it. Um, you think you'd remember that, one where he's more of like a criminal? Yeah. He, he's the hitman yeah. in the movie? He's yeah. normally like... I, again, that's one I can't remember the plot, if he's an ex, anything or whatever. But yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. what he was, I, I guess. I thought he was from the bayou. <laughs> Born on the bayou, <laughs> X Force Recon. Born yeah. on the bayou. Um, Van Damme pays for coffee and gumbo with seventy-one cents. <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Oh, I pulled that one on you before." I, I, I paused it. I'm just being like, "Hold on." <laughs> hey, that's a, seventy-one the, cents. I'm fucking jealous. Uh, how's the gumbo, Chance? It's a tragedy. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> the coffee's passable or some shit. I can't remember what he said. That I had it in my notes. So like, yeah, New Orleans right now. <laughs> yeah, no that shit behind you right now. <laughs> no, no, New Orleans is notoriously hot. Like if you've ever been there, it's hot as shit. It's like almost in the armpit of hell. What they call down there between like Alabama, Mississippi, and you know Louisiana. So it's hot. And I'm like, why is everyone wearing like trench coats and shit and like. They're wearing coats when they're outside in the street fighting. That that mm-hmm. threw me off, man. I was yeah. like, man, are they are they cold? When you lived in Florida, you didn't wear a winter jacket in the winter? Mm, no. Not Miami, no, because Miami literally I honestly lived there for five years. 
there was like one week of winter, like in five years. Yeah, like, but the temperature change is drastic at night, isn't it? No, not there. Really? Like Orlando, yeah, Orlando does get like a little cool winter, like where from November to like February, kind of like in the fifties and sixties. You know what I mean? So you will wear yeah. like a jacket and stuff, mm-hmm. but not not in Miami, dude. But no, yeah, I I just was kind of funny to me. Although he's wearing a trench coat. Like, yeah, it doesn't look right, but people do dress heavier in warmer climate in the fall and yeah. the spring. Sure. Yeah. What's funny though is also uh there's a scene where Lance Henriksen talks about different places they've done this before, like mm-hmm. different places in the world. Yeah. And they're like, uh, mm-hmm. we need to go somewhere else, get out of the tropical weather or something. He does say that. And I'm like, okay. So it's yeah, it is it's supposed to be tropical there. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't really consider it that tropical, but it is hot. I know that. What about some of the other characters in the movie, like uh, Nat Bender, who's the one that comes oh, up yeah. showing up to town? We got Emotep in here, the mummy. Emotep, yep, the mummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Arnold Guzlu. Like, oh. Didn't he play a dark man as well? Did he? In the movie Dark Man? He might have been in one of the Dark Man's sequels. I think, you, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I've only seen the first one. The long time ago. It was bugging me for a while. But I, I do have uh, that in my notes, like Arnold Vosloo. He is from South Africa because I was like, his accent is messing me up, man. I'm like, is he Scottish? I was like, where is he from? And I was like, yeah. oh, no, he's from he's from South Africa. So I was like, totally makes sense. I met someone else from South Africa. Same thing happened to me the first time I met them. I thought they were from Scotland for some reason. Um, their accent threw me off big time. Mm-hmm. But I think he's pretty He's definitely good in the movie. Like, I think oh, the yeah, pot is yeah. pretty good overall because that <clears throat> that is just I mean, that's an old book. I think the deadliest game is one of the old like old yeah, stories yeah, about people hunting people and there, it's been remade in movies and it's got a lot of different titles but i feel like it's always a good plot uh whenever mm-hmm. it's there's good enough effort behind it to tell that story in new orleans as a backdrop kind of works i think for that i don't know what you guys thought about it yeah i've never been yeah but, uh, yeah that was good like setting um, everyone always does say the french are poor <laughs> the type of place where they would recruit folks for this kind of shit from. Oh man, Poor slow motion, slow motion. He's desperate. I like that shit <laughs> when he kicked the guy on the hood of the car. Oh, yeah, cool. that, that's that, the best that part, fight scene in the movie. That arm break was like a shot at Steven Seagal right there. Uh, when when he's uh, fighting in yeah, front of the cafe and he breaks the arm like that, I'm like, okay. He's like, this is for you, Steven. I could do it too. <laughs> <laughs> My mama took one. <laughs> oh my god! That's the best line in the movie to me, man. Uh, <laughs> Her name is Chance. My mama took one. What kind of name is Chance? Uh, I said yes. <laughs> uh, I'll say that for the end. Did you guys feel bad for the homeless vets getting hunted? Yeah, man, it sucked. Absolutely, it wasn't fair. Yeah, no. they got played. I felt really bad for Roper when he was asking for help. No one was helping him, man. I was like, dude, yeah. I'm like, he's over. The fuck. It was packed too. And then I'm like, why didn't he say he just had like he's like, people were trying to kill me or I've been shot. Help me. <laughs> he he said, one, call the police. Remy's <laughs> brother goes, I ain't got no change, man. Yeah. Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> he he totally did. Shitty accent attitude. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got yeah man that was bad. I ain't got no change man. <laughs> I was like, why did he talk like that? <laughs> He's supposed to be from down there. Yeah, I know, but it was just funny, man. Ted Raimi's a he's like just shows up and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess 
I don't know if you guys knew this, but I guess some of the interesting facts around the film and the production, like the studio didn't trust John Woo because this was John Woo's first Hollywood film. And it was actually one of the first Hollywood films ever directed by an Asian before. So this okay. he had done tons of stuff in Hong Kong. Like he did The Killer. You know, a lot of movies with like Chow mm-hmm. Young Fat. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Hard Boiled and stuff. And <clears throat> this was his first Hollywood film. So the studio didn't trust him so much because it was his first film. So they sent Sam Raimi and his crew like to kind of keep an eye on him like while he was doing the film. <clears throat> and I mean, obviously, the Ted Raimi shows up in there and he always shows up in Sam Raimi's stuff. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of different accounts about what happened with the film, like different editing, different cuts of the film. And one account says that actually Sam Raimi was like his biggest supporter, like to the studio, telling them, hey, you guys need to trust this guy. Let him do what he needs to do with the film. But at the same time, Van Damme did not trust or like some of the edits and stuff he was seeing John Woo do. So he hired his own yeah. editor to make his <laughs> cut of the film at the same time. Oh, jeez. That's crazy. Van Damme was a diva man back then. He, he was at the height of his powers. So, yeah, true. It's pretty big. big How much are those unloading a clip from two guns into a guy roundhouse and then unloading the rest of the fucking guns oh, into that was him? Great. That's <laughs> like a video game combo. <laughs> that sounds like something Van Damme insisted on putting in the movie. He. <laughs> He also insisted that a camera be on his biceps all the time. <laughs> real? Yes, he did. Mm. So he had four cameras shooting simultaneously, and one was to always be on his arms, uh, according to John Woo. So there is a lot like this film. Honestly, it was a, it was a story that was created before Van Damme that the studio yeah. wanted to make. So eventually. I think it was a studio who wanted Van Damme for that part, but John Woo initially was trying to get like Kurt Russell to play the part of Chance. So I don't know what kind of movie that would have been. Feels like it could have been a Kurt Russell. It would have fit. Because also, yeah, because John Woo's films notoriously deal more with like gun violence, not martial arts, even though he's, Mm -hmm. you know, made, made a lot of films overseas, like in Asia and stuff. That was one of the, I guess, linchpins in the movie was, Van Damme wanted to put more martial arts in the movie because that's what he's known for. Well, that's what he's known for, yeah. So, so yeah. I get that where, like you said, it's where it kind of uh, conflicts with each other. Gunplay yeah. and the martial arts are like kind of... So when you see know. that weird... that Like Scott said that like it doesn't work well yeah. in, in the movie, that makes complete sense, you know? Because they're it's kind so of... Another point. And kicking and again. <laughs> that's the only time it doesn't fit. When? Like the rest, like... The mobility aspect and like the flips and shit, not so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, like, the flips that come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like that's okay. Even when he like shot up that LaForce guy and then kicked the cigar out of his mouth, that was fine. That the only yeah. time I didn't approve it was the fucking one where he's already killed the guy. He kicks him and then he fucking does it again. <laughs> that's like a double McCry combo. So, kind of running through this story a little bit, um, the what, like what's going on. So, you know that um, Nat Bender is looking for her father. She gets to New Orleans. Like we mentioned a little bit, you know, Chance is a fisherman, but he kind of needs money. And to be able to do that, he takes like this private eye gig 
and from her uh, for what a hundred dollars a day, but a hundred dollars a day, $217. Yeah. Um, and this, this is where I think I totally remember this film differently because I seriously thought for the longest time that chance was a cop, but he's not a cop in the movie. And he ends up being a better detective than the real cops that are in the movie. Oh, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and he's he, he's even allowed on the crime scene. Like to, he's yeah. looking at a body at one point. He's dead. <laughs> well, and isn't he like, with no, the no. cop at that point? Because he's arrested on the initial crime scene. They arrest him for yeah. But I mean, even if you're, even with your cop with the cop, I would think the cop would be like, okay, go hang out right here because he's not allowed to be behind the police tape, right? Or he'd yeah. get arrested again. So it, it was just funny to me. Like, he's there like a detective. Like, he's looking at the body bag, looking at the body and stuff. And I was like, man, this is crazy. This is why I probably thought, remember him as a cop in the movie. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The original uh, detective, she had put a, a, a birthday cake for herself that had a lit candle inside of her drawer. <laughs> yes. I was like, what the fuck is that? There she opened this and the smoke coming up. Dude. Oh, stupid. Yeah, in the drawer. It was like in a drawer. It was like a homemade cake too. Yeah. And Scott, do you, at the beginning of this movie though, didn't you think for a second like, wait, is this RoboCop because the cops are on strike again? No, I <laughs> didn't even notice that the cops were <laughs> on strike. I didn't that either. Oh, they were on funny. strike. <laughs> they probably worked that in there though. I was like, wait, is this RoboCop? I was thinking for a second, no. But uh, it was funny. So that was like. Yeah. I, okay. Um, I think that was meant to explain why it was so easy for everyone to get away with violence and crime in the city because the cops were mm-hmm. on strike. Yeah, because they're lazy. Yeah, lazy cops. Some of the music reminded me of like uh, Lord of Weapon or uh, <laughs> beginning yeah. there. Same music in both of those movies, I believe. That's true. There was a funny ass scene. Or oh, Emil said, "Green is Van Cleef." Yeah, Van Cleef. Judo chopped the hell out of the dude's belly and shit when he was <laughs> <laughs> on the massage table. Dude, oh, I fucking died. Nice. <laughs> the guy that's uh, like, the the guy that's um, what is he? Like bone sex operator? He, yes. Yeah. Like the flyers and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was their uh, guy to get people to, to get the vets and shit. The yeah, fucking, yeah. the black guy that brought them there. He's like, now don't worry. And then he had, he implied like, yeah, I've done it. Like he's been on the phone sex going, I'm looking your balls. <laughs> uh, do you think, okay, do you, I didn't even think about that. Like, do you think he actually worked on the phone lines or I, I took it as they were like, they would hand out the flyers. That was it. I took it as him and Chance both worked on the phone lines. He goes, yeah, I'm licking your balls. <laughs> this is Chance. <laughs> you got huge balls. And he's like, take a chance on me. And then you'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I didn't even think about that, man. I was like, and it's funny because you're right. Because Chance says, don't think bad about him. Uh, everybody has had to do that for money. You know, he said, right. I even did it. So. Which is like a genuine thing to say, like, "Hey, man, like when you need money, you're gonna do what you gotta do and shit." Yeah. So it's not like you're calling. Yeah, you're. It's not like he was calling to talk to somebody on the other line. He was. He was just a person on the other line. So. 
Yeah. And he responded when she came to offer him the job, like, it depends what the job is. Like, chance don't mm-hmm. fuck <laughs> or money. Oh, man. So do you guys think that the action in this film is outrageous? Or is not it entirely. It's not entirely. It's not overblown, I guess. Because think about it, like I said, that with the martial arts, it's not a, a whole lot of it. It's just a, some spin kicks and stuff here and there and a couple punches, but it's mostly gunplay, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I felt so bad after he... Foot boots. <laughs> He shot this guy up already a couple of times and then he hit him with a spin kick after. I'm like, fuck, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, insult to injury. Dude is dead already and he's hitting him with a roundhouse kick to the head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't know why. Was it was towards the end. The one where he kicks the cigar out of the guy's face? Um, he's already dead and dying? Yeah. <laughs> No, it was another. I think a guy has a helmet on. It's like one of the motorcycle guys, and it's. I yeah. think in the uh, Mardi Gras, like bur- burial ground or whatever Mardi Gras graveyard, he called it or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, he he might have done it a couple times. So you're he right. He did at the end too. He fucking shot the guy up. Roundhouse kicked him. Shot him some more. And then another <laughs> guy came in and got kicked and shot up. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, there was definitely uh, some unlimited ammo video game codes in that yeah. movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Jesus he un- empties the gun on the guy to the point where he yeah. decides he has to kick him. And then he's just got more bullets again and he fucking right. unloads on the same body again. Uh, what did you guys think about Lance Henriksen's one shot gun? The Joker gun? Is that what it yeah. is? The Joker gun? It was cool. Load me. Load Impractical. Me, <laughs> It was like he would have got shot like ten yeah. times before he would have been able to load a new bullet. It got him killed, basically. Did you guys think it was irresponsible that he was throwing the shells away every time? Like, hey, here, come and find me. I just mm-hmm. he would get the shell and just throw it over no there. Gloves. Yeah, it was because like, yeah. he's murdering fucking people with it. <laughs> yeah. I was leaving like, it at, right at the crime scene. You might as well just tuck <laughs> it in their fucking shirt. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Here I'm like, go. why is he doing that? Like wouldn't you keep them instead? Because like that's to me would seem like the reason to have a gun like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like if you want no evidence like of what you know the shell yeah. casing and everything, you could keep mm-hmm. them with you. Yeah, um, there was a so. point in the film where he asks, "Can this detective be bought?" The one who's looking in the black lady. Mm-hmm. So that implies maybe he's just fucking like careless because he owns all the rest of the cops. Mm. Yeah, oh, he does own the. About, yeah. he, he owns the the uh, who's the guy the mortician, uh, mm-hmm. or the guy that does the autopsies, the coroner. Yeah. So I'm assuming That's he owns it. a few cops too, you know. Yeah. And I was thinking too, like he 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 kept beating these people up that were already getting investigated. So I'm like, you're making it more obvious uh, that there is something <laughs> yeah. going on here. The more he beat these people up, man. Yeah. Maybe it's those two guys that came and whipped his ass. Someone would have fucking <laughs> exactly coughed yeah. it up for a ten bucks, man. <laughs> and especially in this movie, man, uh, people needed money. They did. Um, so it's hard times in the Bayou. Yeah. Funny thing, I thought about like the title of this film, "Hard Target," kind of has a double meaning. I think it's like one is it's impossible to hit John Claude in this movie, and it's also hard to hit, hunt humans. So it's uh, that's why it's probably called <laughs> "Hard Target." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It's like 
no one gets hit by bullets, man. <laughs> like in the in the unless it's John Clyde shooting you. Um, but he definitely can't get shot. I got another one that you guys might have forgotten. As far as the action being a little too over the top, mm-hmm. on the fucking bypass that's being built, uh, he I got comes that. back down the fucking road on the motorcycle. Oh, I got that. Yeah, stands up on it, man. Let's hear him. All I can I say, say yeah, is, the fucking... chance has impeccable bike balance. He must, he must change, change that in the bayou. <laughs> right? You gotta practice that. Um. Yeah, I, I said the motorcycle scene is hilarious. Uh, I haven't seen anything like that since I saw Robin do it in Batman and Robin when they stand <laughs> on top of the motorcycle. <laughs> so, no, I honestly I, I thought that was a hilarious scene too because there's so many bullets like coming at him mm-hmm. while he's getting propped up, like trying to get up to stand on the bike. And yeah. the, the moments where you can see the stunt double in this film, let me tell you guys, there's many moments if you pay attention, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is, you know it's not Van Damme. It's just someone with a bad mullet wig. With a man. fucking Afro wig. One of them didn't even look <laughs> yeah. like a mullet. <laughs> it was man bad, damn. man. Um, it's like down over <clears throat> his eyes on one of those motorcycle shows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way that... to the wind. And then it's slow motion because John Woo loves slow motion. So the moment the van, like I think it's a van or a truck, hits the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and you see the guy rolling over the top, like man, mm-hmm. that was to me was so insane, man. It was not it like, is. uh, it. I just if Deadpool was in it, it would have been awesome, but it wasn't. It was a uh, exactly. <laughs> it was yeah, they should do that where Deadpool just gets shot the fuck up doing that. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. just exactly. to do the stuff. <laughs> Um, right. one other thing was hilarious to me that the laying down on the hood of the car and shooting from the top of the hood. Do you guys remember that? Oh, I look hilarious. I look when uh, on the it was street? when the cop, like, yeah, on the street when the cop gets killed and they get like pretty much yes. um ambushed. ambushed the yeah. <laughs> he's just laying there for, <laughs> and he's on the hood. Yeah, just... <laughs> shooting. Shooting, shooting. That's when he well. has two clips. That's when he has two clips in his hand. And he's shooting with a gun, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's just got one gun at the time. Yeah. That was like right after the detective died, right? Or, or at the same scene, I think. Uh, It was around the same, I think. Yeah. That leads right up to the motorcycle scene then, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then from there, they escape that shit on the bridge. They jump onto the train. And you meet <laughs> Uncle Duvet. Uncle Duvet. <laughs> Oh man, Uncle Duvet is a trip. Oh, yeah, his cool. motorcycle shit's right behind you, man. Yeah, I know. It's going it's... down. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he gets shot at, man, and that scene is just—it's hilarious. What did you guys think of Wilfred Brimley's character, uh, Uncle Duvet? Perfect. I liked him. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Everything in there. He just didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, let's blow up my house. <laughs> you guys remember when they come to the house and they've blown up the house? Yes. And he takes off yeah. on a fucking horse riding fast as fuck. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's him, dude. That's him <laughs> on the horse the whole time. Oh, that's one thing that tripped me out, too. So the scene when Lance Henriksen is playing the piano. Yeah. Oh, he like pissed play- off playing the piano. 
that's, he wanted that's that really <laughs> it was really him though playing the Beethoven sonata. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Lance Henriksen's a, an cool. accomplished piano player. Because um, it's pretty intricate if you listen to it while he's playing it. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And like Scott said, uh, Uncle Duvet riding around on a horseback was pretty awesome to see. They caught a slow uh, motion of his face. And that horse looked fucking out of control. And it's it's Wilford Brimley, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not like big with guns. I don't know if anyone has used a real gun before, but that gun that he had up there, like he said, I still have your shotgun. Like it looked dusty yeah. and shit. Like, do you guys think it mm-hmm. would have still worked that well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't have had to have been oiled up and cleaned or anything. No, nah, just the outside was dusty. They probably oiled it regularly. And if it hasn't been fired, it should be fine enough. Nice. All right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know More either. Knife so I brought guy myself. The <laughs> knife guy myself. <laughs> hey, cut that, okay? <laughs> hey, cut that. Yeah, you so, got to oil it after it's cleaned. You know what I mean? Then, you know, obviously, like the house blows up. You know, we got Uncle Duvet hitting people with arrows, helping out when they get when they get to the Mardi Gras graveyard. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of get to the the climax of the film. Like, what did you guys think about that last like kind of battle there? Oh, that was which part? Um, with the mob battle, what, like when he has to face twenty fucking dudes. Pretty much, like yeah, the the last the last scene, and you know he he does face off with uh, Van Cleef, and then he does face off with uh, Emil Pochon, who's like he fucks that character. guy. Yeah, really he, cool. That was bad. He, shit when he killed that guy. Yeah, and again, this movie should have been called Bulletproof, man, to be honest, not yeah. Hard Target. <laughs> it looks a lot like Face Off. Yeah, the same, well, same director, right? Yeah. John, same director, yeah. So that's another funny thing. Uh, originally, mm. in this film, John Woo wanted to end it with a boat chase scene. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And and he couldn't do it because Van Damme wanted to do it on a horse scene. Like ended with the horse, you know, riding away to the you know Mardi Gras place, which is funny because then you see him face off. It ends with that boat chase scene. At the boat, like, yeah. yeah. He's he's like, I'm gonna do so this shit in some <laughs> some movie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's in his which fucking head. More fun. That shit there mm-hmm. when he ducks under the table. Yeah, it oh, yeah. was really cool. Yeah, he shot him up pretty bad, and he took like one of the grenades away from which comes into play. Uh, in a couple minutes, when he faces off against uh, Lance Henriksen, the another interesting fact, like about this film, like production wise, you know the scene where Lance Henriksen, he catches on fire, yeah, like, yeah, tr- tr- trench coat, and then he takes it off, um, like nothing happened. So that yeah, that like, wasn't, ah! <laughs> yeah, that wasn't planned at all. That actually happened during the filming, like he caught oh, on shit. fire, and mm-hmm. he kept it on and shit while they were filming and kept doing everything and then he eventually took it off but uh that was they, yeah. they kept it in the film um Lance is a badass which is funny because it makes me think about the thing mm-hmm. the movie the thing which Wilford Brimley was in where yeah. they had that explosion with Kurt Russell and they left it in the film <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like be careful man getting in movies with Wilford Brimley some shit's gonna happen yeah, he's like domino man <laughs> he's got fire. bad luck <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary man. I think overall it's a it's a hilariously fun over the top action flick 
from the nineties, mm-hmm. like Van Damme style. And like he said, you know, the question was mom named him chance. And I, I feel like we all took one watching this movie. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good chance. To... Yeah. Enjoyed it. it was a good chance to take, man. I didn't really get why the fucking villain was flipping out, like talking. He was immortal and shit at the end. Like you can't kill me. Oh yeah. There's like, there's not a country on this earth. I'm on every fucking building or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, that, that monologue at the end there, you kind of went over the top a little bit. I think he, I don't know, trying to get into the head of the character. He probably just thought that he had gotten away with it so much that he was untouchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, uh, like cool, like though. we said, can't take a chance uh, when you go up against chance. A, sh- a chance. Chance. Like Wilford Brimley <laughs> kept saying. Chance. 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 Yeah. chance. <laughs> <laughs> and man came with a bow and arrow. He wasn't fucking around, man. He's like, like Ephraim said, I'm a more of a knife guy. He's more of a bow and arrow guy. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody had guns. <laughs> yep. And I don't know why. Man. There's up. something about bow and arrows that just look more savage. Like when them shits hit you, it just looked like they might hurt more than a gunshot. <laughs> well, that might well be true. Yeah, but I don't know. About not bullets. Not gonna find out, I hear hopefully. bullets hurt a lot because they're fucking hot as shit. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, um, an arrow. I hope I never have to feel either of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. All right. Um. All right, man. Let me uh let me bring us back to the future real quick. Cool. If we could somehow. Harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor. Just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So it's 2023. Is this like the 30 year anniversary of this film? Right? 93, 2023? It would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe so. What a coincidence. Hey, look at us. <laughs> look at us covering Nailed a movie it. on its anniversary. Is there anything like this nowadays? Would you guys think anything similar to it? I'm sure you could find it. It's the most dangerous game series action. on television right now. Mm. Second season of it with uh, Liam Hemsworth. Mm. There's how is it? It's good. I saw the first season. It was originally okay. released in like ten minute episodes as a web series. Oh, put man, it out I'm as a movie. That. I don't know if the second season is full episodes or if they're doing the same format. But it's pretty good, All right? You can watch it as a movie, basically. I'll check it out. Yeah, there was a... Yeah. What was that movie that called The Hunt that came out a few years ago that starred that woman? Mm-hmm. That was good, too. And they hunted her. That, that was a pretty good one. I like that. What Surviving else? the Game is still available on VHS. Surviving the Game uh, with I- Ice-T, right? <laughs> that one is <laughs> good, classic, man. man. I like that one. Like, I, is it that... Is. Who, is Rudiger Hauer the villain in that one? Yeah. I yep. remember. That. And, I, uh, I can't remember. It is. It's him and Gary Busey. Gary Busey. There he was. I was trying to think of Gary Busey's name. Yeah. And Charles S. Dutton is one of the hunters. And then that, mm-hmm. that one guy who played the cop on uh, Wild Hogs. John C. McGinley. And then that other dude, the writer uh, from... Uh, F. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah he's one of yeah. the hunters. And then his son yeah. is, I don't know who the son was. <laughs> that is actually one of my like probably favorite takes of that like story. Probably mm-hmm. surviving the game. Um and he was I a bum kinda, too. He was a bum <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, he was. And I mean, it's not like, I mean, I, that mm. came out a year later. And I would, mm-hmm. I, I would honestly, like story wise, that might be the better movie. 
Um, fun wise, you might have more fun watching Hard Target because it's just you know crazy shit. Um, more action, yeah, probably. I actually like the Condemned that Stone Cold Steve Austin was in a couple years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Um, Is that the one where they're on an island? I think they're on an island. And it's like they, a you have to all kill each other. Murder shit. Webcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a battle mm-hmm. royale type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I mean, it's not strictly directly like this, where it's like people are paying money, like hostile people are paying money to kill other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's always money flying around. I thought that was cool when, for bad when Stone Cold taped or strapped that fucking rebar to his arm mm. to block fucking knife attacks and shit. Yeah. That was pretty bad. I don't, watch that. I don't remember that part. Would you guys say, like, in this genre, is this like a. I don't know. Is, I wouldn't say it's a subgenre or a genre of film, but it's just a, a familiar story type, I guess. Like the Running mm-hmm. Man. I mean, it's kind of similar story as well. Um, that's more a little more sci-fi, but you know they're hunting people mm-hmm. um, yeah. on there. No oh, man, those are good, some good examples. I haven't seen the Hunt. Is who's in that? Oh, is that uh, the one? Oh, actually, they... I have, I have, I have. That's that's where they take people and put them somewhere, and they're hunted like like in a little town or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, start uh some woman I can't remember her name, um. But that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was. I feel like there's one that came out recently in the past year that. Betty Gilpin is the star of that. Emma Roberts, Hillary Swank. I haven't in that. seen it, but I think the pot is a group of guys will entice women, but they kidnap them and put a bunch of women on island and have them all run, and, and then the women are hunted. But I think the women, whatever, fight back or something. At least that's what I got from the trailer. But I want to mm-hmm. check that out, but I haven't watched it yet. I can't remember the name of it right now. Mm. Yeah, I like that little subgenre, like you said, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's, it makes for a good story. And it seems like it's something, I don't know. There's a fascination with it. It, it could go into yeah. like horror. It could go to action, drama. Yeah, it's adaptable. Surviving the game touched on the psychology of it better, like why they do it and all that shit. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Nice, man. Um, cool. Any final thoughts, you guys, on this one? Hard target. Don't try to fight Van Damme. He's got a gun. He has a little <laughs> ammo. <laughs> Get as high as you fucking can and watch this movie and see if you don't laugh. <laughs> I laughed a lot, man. Yeah, that was I seen this shit. I was stoned out of my fucking mind. And next thing I know, he's up on the motorcycle, dude. And I couldn't stop fucking laughing for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fucked up after that point. The, it, uh, the fight at the start is awesome. It is. The, street the fight, fight at, at the beginning. beginning. It almost makes you think it's a different movie. Like, this is going to be... Right. You know, yeah, like you said, but... there's three different pulls on this movie. So many influences. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what everybody's original movie would have been. Yeah. And that's the thing. Oh, there was like... They say there's an other cuts out there, and like there's mm-hmm. so much, st- so much stuff got cut as well because John Woo. They say John Woo, like again, different accounts of of, of it. You know, they say John Woo notoriously makes stuff more violent with with gunplay mm-hmm. and and in his films that and explosions, yeah, it's just and thing. explosions, and and he got NC seventeen ratings like a couple times, so that's why they say that Van Damme had to cut it. And do his cut so they could try to get it to an R. So they could release it. So they could release it because it was just too violent. So 
Yeah. I hate violence. <laughs> uh, my mama took one. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's one. There's one line in the, in the where you got to point out real quick that Abby Dine was one of the henchmen. I think was telling Van Dam about the woman or something. Like he told that woman she would point her titties north. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the guys that were fighting. Yeah. yeah. They whipped the dudes that beat him ass, up. Dude. They yep. beat him up, dude. Yeah. They busted his kneecaps with a baseball bat. Yes. He wouldn't have been able horrible. to do none of this shit. <laughs> That's right. And they showed up at the police station all beat up. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, that was a funny line, though. Stupid. <laughs> they put a dog catching pole around his fucking throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Like people, and then they whipped oh, his man. ass with, with a fucking <laughs> bat. <laughs> yeah, you almost seen him get beat up. In the uh, I know he was. Uh, John was probably like, "No, we're leaving that shit in." I want to see you uh-huh. get beat because he, he heard about motherfucker doing edits on the side, <laughs> and he felt he's like, "Fuck that!" You're getting beat up in this scene. <laughs> Yeah, he just smoked weed and watched that all the time. <laughs> Every night to go to bed. Oh my goodness. Uh all right, man. I think uh that was a pretty solid, solid coverage on uh hard target, y'all. Yeah. And if anybody hasn't seen Extraction <clears throat> one and two on Netflix, oh, that second one is fucking insane. Did yeah. it come out already? Yeah, yeah it came out yesterday. It's fucking okay. really good. Nice, so I'll man. probably check I'll that to out check tomorrow. It out. Yeah. It's based on a comic book, right? I think I, I, I saw know. the first one. Yeah, I yeah, think it is. so. Pretty sure. I think is. I forgot about that until the second one came out again. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it was based on a, a comic book or something. Yeah. Yeah, man, he fights like fucking Batman on this one. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah. But, uh, no worries. Yeah. Dude. Thanks again for being on, and uh, thank you guys for covering this one with me. Yeah, that does it for this episode, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Noir 15 Allcast and this episode on the movie Hard Target and Volume 2 of our July Claude Van Damage series. Coming back at you next week with one more in this series on the movie Cyborg, and that one's featuring our homie Joey from the Soul Wizard podcast. So make sure you check that one out. But for now, it's your boy 7C saying peace out, God bless, and leaving you with a track from the year 1993. Peace. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kinda hard being a Snoop Dogg double G. But I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through? Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home I got bitches in the living room getting it on And they ain't leaving till six in the morning So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too So turn off the lights and close the door But for what? We don't love them hoes Yeah So we gon' smoke a ounce to this Jeans up, hoes down, why you motherfuckers bounce to this? Lay back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street Smoking in now Sipping on pen and pills Lay back
Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours before I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Oh, that bitch. Degrees. When I tell that bitch, please raise up off these NUTs, cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be out, Chuck Jess. Laid back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Later on that day, my homie Dr. Drake came through with a gang to tangle right. And a fat ass Jake, of some bubonic chronic that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tangle Ray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping. Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Not with a cherry on top, cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you hoes, I'm out the dough, and I'll be. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking and sipping on gin and juice. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking and sipping on gin and juice. Biatch with my mind on my money and my money on.